Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. All right, welcome to our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. I always want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and to share these messages of hope wherever you listen, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and just all who you meet. So for the next several podcast episodes, um, I want for us to take a look at the last book of the Bible, uh, the book of Revelation. Now, why I focus on the book of Revelation? Well, I believe that the book of Revelation has a very important message for for us who live in the 21st century. In fact, I believe that this book, it was especially written for us who are alive today. So, I mean, just mention the word revelation, right? And some people immediately begin to think of the Antichrist, the Mark of the Beast, 666, the Battle of Armageddon, or just the, the end of the world. For many people, the last book of the Bible is but a ghastly blueprint of the future, a horrid apocalyptic doomsday scenario depicting humanity's worst fears and nightmares however i have personally found as i have studied the book of revelation over many years that the book of revelation was not written to stoke our worst fears and phobias about the end times but rather to prophetically outline our brightest hopes and dreams Listen, I have personally found that Revelation is, is a book of destiny that reveals that at present, we stand on the threshold of a wonderful, eternal existence in which God will make everything new. Revelation tells us that God will one day recreate our broken world and that in this world, there will be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain, because God himself will wipe away every tear from our eyes. And you can find this amazing promise, of course, in Revelation chapter 20. 21 verse 1 to 4. The book of Revelation assures us that despite all the evil that we see in the world, that God will one day intervene and establish a new order of things. Now, now listen, uh, friends, that is very, very good news. Yet surprisingly, despite the incredible good news contained in the book of Revelation and the glorious hopeful future that it unveils, the book of Revelation is often ignored, even by some Christians right because it employs visions and symbolic imagery and so many have struggled to decipher or to understand what the book is really uh, trying to communicate right now in his book future glory uh revelation expert angel rodriguez writes he says some biblical writers use stories or narrated the way the lord led his people in the past in order to strengthen the faith of their contemporaries others communicated their messages uh, through sermons in the form of poetry uh, and of course daniel and Revelation stand apart from all those in the in terms of the complexity of the images and language used to uh, receive and communicate the divine revelation. And so, because of the relative complexity of its literary style, many have assumed that Revelation's prophetic message remains sealed or closed. Listen, I have overheard even some Christians who actually believe this, uh, and they will say, "Hey, listen." stay away from the book of revelation because it is a sealed book 
Yet, this assumption flies in the face of the opening chapter of the book of Revelation. Now, listen to what the author of the book of Revelation writes in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. He says, God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. Did you get that, folks? In other words, it was God's intention from the first century when the church began that all who read the book of Revelation and, and, and heed its messages will receive a blessing. This verse right there in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 says that God blesses anyone who reads the book of Revelation. And there's, there is a, there's a blessing pronounced on us as we we have decided we're going to journey together in, um, in these podcast episodes uh, just focusing on the book of Revelation, right? And so that's really exciting that we are going to be blessed just, just doing that. Still, if, if it is God's intention that all would understand the messages of Revelation, why did he employ such extensive use of symbolic language and imagery in its prophecies? Uh, of course, the book of Revelation does mention images like beasts and dragons and angels and locusts and lambs and plagues. Uh, what do all these symbols in the book of Revelation mean? Well, for starters, by employing verbal, visual, and other types of symbols, God was essentially communicating to us in human language. <laughs> what do I mean here? Well, I mean, again, the Revelation expert Angel Rodriguez, he states that symbols surround us. Uh, we use them almost unconsciously. God was using a human structure of communication in order to reach us with his message. And so like the dramatic images in a movie, the, the visual symbolic language used in the book of Revelation is designed by God to pique our interest in, in the very important messages contained in the book. Now, another reason why the book of Revelation often appears mystified and puzzling to some is that the book is not organized or structured in the, in the same way that a, a typical book would be today. Now, what do I mean? So... Most books in the 21st century, I mean, they start out with an introduction, right? Then you have the body of the book. And finally, there is a conclusion. However, the book of Revelation is not organized in this way. When it comes to apocalyptic prophecy or prophecies that we find in the book of Revelation, you find that God often uses uh, a literary structure called recapitulation, right? Now, what do I mean by recapitulation? Well, recapitulation simply means that uh, I mean, it's 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 very important for us, to, for us to keep this in mind, of course, this concept of recapitulation as we go through the book of Revelation. It simply means that God will often say the same thing more than once, often using different symbols and words and then adding more detail, right? So God will repeat the prophecy. He'll use, oftentimes he'll use different symbols and, and, and words, and then he will add more detail to the prophecy as he repeats it, right? So why does God use this literary method? Well, this is actually a human way of communicating, believe it or not. Listen, great teachers, authors, and communicators understand the importance of repeating their messages for emphasis. Therefore, God believes that his message for humanity in the book of Revelation is so vital, is so important, that he often repeats his divine prophetic messages and gives us more detail with each repetition, right? So I hope that makes sense. And so, 
this is how the book of Revelation is, is essentially organized, right? This is how it's organized. Now, outside of its, pro, you'll find its prologue in Revelation chapter one, uh, the epilogue of the book. Uh, you'll find in Revelation chapter 22, verse 6 to 21. Uh, the, uh, and so the book of Revelation is essentially divided into three major sec sections, right? First, you have the messages uh, to the seven churches, and you'll find this uh, between Revelation chapter 2, uh, and it ends in Revelation chapter 3, verse 22. Then you have the heavenly inauguration scene of Jesus and the seven seals. You find that in Revelation chapter 4, and this ends in chapter 11, verse 19. And then we have the last part of, of the book, right, which gives detailed information about the final events in Christian and world history. And you'll find this uh, starting in Revelation chapter 12, extending to chapter 22 and ending in verse 5. Right. So that's how essentially uh, the book is organized. Right. So, you know, some people. You know, in, in trying to understand or decipher this decode revelation, they will use daily news headlines or nefarious sensationalist content found on the internet, right? In order to try to decode the book of Revelation. And and this can prove to be detrimental, right? So with so many misleading ideas and uh you know ways of interpreting the book of Revelation, how do we correctly understand or decipher the book or decode the book? Well, first, we need to understand that John's symbols were drawn from the first century and not the 21st century, right? Uh, because they have attempted to use 21st century imagery to decipher first century symbols, many contemporary readers of Revelation have formulated really dangerous speculations and unsound personal opinions, right? They've, they've been, you know, basically... Uh, when they read Revelation, they, they read, they see what they want to see based on the headlines. Uh, also, we need to keep in mind that the book of Revelation uh, outlines primarily the history and experiences of Christians from the first century until the second coming of Jesus, right? And so even though it does allude to certain nations and powers in world history, Revelation should not be used as a prophetic guide for secular human history or current events, Right. Uh, I should also say that we should always allow the Bible to interpret itself when reading Revelation. Uh, there's a Revelation expert. His name is Ranko uh, Stefanovic. And he says and he writes, uh, most of the symbolism of the book of Revelation is taken from the Old Testament. Some three fourths of the book's text has direct or indirect allusions to the Old Testament. All right. And so he writes in portraying future events, inspiration often uses the language of the past. Right. And so in order for us to properly decode or understand the meaning and the messages of the book of Revelation, we will often need to refer to the Old Testament because um, many of the symbols used and many of the messages uh, conveyed in the book of Revelation, they draw uh, from Old Testament allusions, right, or parallels. So it's very important that we keep that in mind. Finally, and most importantly, the book of Revelation is not a revelation of beasts, wars, plagues, or dragons, but it is a revelation of Jesus Christ himself. Listen, Jesus is the preeminent figure in the book of Revelation, right? Here, here here's what it says in the, in the very first verse of the book 
of Revelation. You find this in Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. And it says, this, talking about the book of Revelation, this is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants the events that must soon take place. So the book of Revelation contains prophecy, contains things that are soon to take place in our world that Jesus very much wants us to understand. And so because the book of Revelation is a revelation of Jesus and comes from Jesus, you'll find Jesus' words and actions throughout the entire book, right? The book, the main, the preeminent figure, the main character, the main person, the central figure in the book of Revelation is Jesus, right? In the book of Revelation, Jesus is re he's revealed as the Son of Man, the one who holds the seven uh, stars and walks among seven lampstands. Uh, in Revelation, Jesus is the author of the seven letters to the seven churches. Uh, he is the Lamb who is worthy to open the sealed scroll because of his sacrificial death for us. In the book of Revelation, Jesus is the male child uh, who was caught up to God, to his throne. He is the lamb who stands with his people on Mount Zion. He's the king of kings who rides on a white horse to deliver uh, his people. Finally, in the book of Revelation, Jesus is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the root and offspring of David, the morning star. Right? So in the book of Revelation, we are reminded of the blessed hope. Uh, listen, the central message, if you don't get anything else, if we don't get anything else after reading the book of Revelation, just keep this in mind. The central message, the main message is of the blessed hope. And what is the blessed hope? The blessed hope is, is, is the promise of the return of Jesus Christ, right? The message is Jesus is going to return one of these days to our world. Like he's, gonna, he's coming back very soon, right? That is the good news of the book of Revelation. It is that Jesus is coming again. Jesus is going to return to this world one of these days. Are you ready to meet and greet him when he returns? Listen, it says in Revelation chapter 1 verse 7 uh, to 8, uh, and there the, the author writes in Revelation chapter 1 verse 78, he says, look, he, Jesus, comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him, right? This same Jesus says in the book of Revelation, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty one and we say praise be to god right we say amen to god and we say lord come lord jesus come right so this same jesus who is the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end is coming back to this world because he loves us and of course he has plans for us in fact he tells us in the book of jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 to 14 he says listen i know what i've planned for you i've plans to prosper you not to harm you i've plans to give you a future filled with hope Jesus says, when you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. If you seek me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. Friends, listen, the Lord Jesus has planned an amazing future for us. My hope is that you will come to trust him, that you will choose to live by his way, by his word, and not by your own way, not by your own words, not by your own principles. Uh, and I promise you, if you do this, 
right? Your life will never be the same. Listen, that's my part. I just want to encourage you to remember to like, to subscribe, and to share this podcast wherever you listen, right? Listen, you can also email me. Uh, my email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. It's knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com if you have additional questions, uh, if you have prayer requests. Listen, if you have questions about the book of Revelation that we'll be going through in, in, in several um, podcasts, future podcast episodes, right? And so, listen, if you email me, I want to send you a book stub, right? There's a book that actually inspired this podcast. Uh, the book is called Knowing Tomorrow Today, Glimpses of the Future That Will Change Your Life. If you email me, if you reach out to me, I'll send you um, a book stub so you can get a free copy uh, of the book that actually inspired this podcast. May God continue to bless you. I'm Eric Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. Stay the same. It's gonna get better. Never stay the same. It's gonna get better.